Welcome to episode 172 of the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Mid-Off because by midway through, you'll probably want to switch off. I want to switch off about now, but we'll keep going. Uh, I'm your host, Dan David, the model name on, mainly because he's short and fucking angry, Mick, and let me introduce you to the rest of the team. Next up is Australia's number one Nathan Lyon fan and our residence groundskeeping guru. Welcome, Alex. Speaking of that, Mick, I've got two segments today, both on groundskeeping and length of grass, so... Oh, that's nice. Where was that when I asked you for segments? I don't have any segments. <laughs> Next up is a second generation glove artisan and resident cricket coaching guru. Welcome, David. Now half of this podcast hates doing it. Welcome, Mick. <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> and lastly, the man trying to convince his children running through the woods with a map in one hand and a compass in the other is fun. Welcome, Ross. Same hand, Mick. <laughs> oh really? Does that save time, Ross? Yeah, you don't have to move things in <laughs> together. It's uh, has there ever theory. been a orienteer? I guess that's the name for the race. Has there ever been an orienteer that's been decided in under like a tenth of a second or something? I think they only measured to one second. But I'm not right. Sure. So you reckon you could save over a second out of your run, putting it on one hand as opposed to two? And that's the Sun Gone Dead Orienteering Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Thank our sponsors, MacPack and BCF. And shin guards. <laughs> I don't know, Alex, because the, the, the thing goes on your thumb, so you just put it on. Uh, you put it on okay. the other hand. I suppose you could allow yourself to drink from the other hand whilst they're looking at you. That might save a second over the course you of your life. waste drink of water. Oh, really? Yeah. You wouldn't waste your time? No. Speaking of wasted time, yeah. Welcome mm. to Fresh Gable Stock Company Studios. Apparently, this is a tight ship production, which I'm not sure about that. <laughs> tightest of all ships. Enterprises. It's the tightest sloop John B you've ever seen, Mick. <laughs> all righty. So we're going to kick off with probably, I don't know, when I wrote this was probably the biggest news going around at the moment. And that is Joe Root resigning as the England cricket guest captain. The main reason I think it's such a big story is because yeah. he gets sacked. Like, so... Ooh. ECB yeah, well, it's interesting out. point because who would have sacked him? They got no coach, they got no selector. Yeah. They only appointed but no Rob general Key manager. Even yeah, well, they just appointed Rob Key as a general. Yeah, that's manager. weird. Mm. Uh, what the fuck does he know about managing generals? Exactly as much as Ashley Giles. So yeah. oh, that's a very good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it can't be any worse. He was yeah. a good county captain at Kent, Rob Key. Okay, so, he was Rob Key's hard as a Kent's head. Yeah, mm. He was pretty good at doing those live ad reads on the Pakistan. He was. Australia. Did some of his so, best work in Pakistan. Uh, who, the, who the fuck's got a captain England? There's, there's 10 blokes not even stoked. short of an actual game, hmm. let yes. alone captaincy. Yeah. I think they're going to. I heard a rumor. Oh, I heard a rumor that they're going to bring back that Bracey guy, the keeper. Ah. Uh, he's going to be captain keeper. Where'd you hear that rumor, person? please? I made Twitter? that one up. Oh, nice. I made yeah. that one up myself. Yeah. So it's actually an exclusive rumor to the <laughs> cricket podcast. So, like Tim Payne, this Bracey bloke's out exclusive in the Exclusive lie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and um, <laughs> exclusive line. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to come back and be Captain Alex. Uh, I've also heard some news on the grapevines. Um, in county cricket, is a very experienced all-rounder. Um, played for many, many years. There's um, a very mature head on it, Darren Stevens. Oh, yeah. So they're going to parachute him into the role, bowl a few dibbly dobblers and score tons every game. The best option they've got. Now, I heard DJ Dan Worrell. He's ah! going <laughs> to put penises on every pitch and they'll draw every test and his record will be immaculate. 
Well, I heard uh, Ross's mate Steve McGoffin will be doing the job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I heard Drank Oakland stand up in case they need him. <laughs> oh, I was going to gonna get a warning gag then, but probably too soon. Darren Goff is actually pretty in up and he's mm-hmm. a new player. Yeah. But he's still fit <laughs> as a fiddle, Darren. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Apart from his big spinnaker chest, he's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so, Everything um, else is fine. Gets a bit more momentum through the crease these days. What were the... Um, what were the blokes at Yorkshire calling Root? That was very... Um... Crap, Crapton or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, these blokes are no good, are they? They can't... Vicious. They're not oh, very they're... fucking imaginative. Like, no. I think we'll bar worse than that. Like, Jesus. It's like leading teams <laughs> every day with those bastards. Yeah. Mick, <laughs> just because I know you'll love this and it might just brighten your day, <laughs> can I give you a quote from an article I read about uh, Joe Root's retire- resignation? Sorry, resignation. You may. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. Quote, why now? Why not 20 years ago? A reporter asked in the Simpsons episode when Crusty the Clown announces he's quitting show business. The mm-hmm. same could be asked of Joe Root's resignation. <laughs> 20 years yeah, ago, what? he wasn't captain, but yeah. yeah, yeah. That makes oh, it's, sorry, it said, mm. why wait until mid-April when it was clear for three months that his time was up? Yeah. I love that. It made me smile. I haven't read You've got to get those article. captains checked, mate. There's no point yeah, giving up the extra five bucks to a captain if you don't have to. Exactly. Wait until yeah. payday and then went, I'll mm. give you me four weeks, Resic, <laughs> so you get two paydays. <laughs> I two, um, I've read a critic article, cricket article with a Simpsons quote in it for very long time. So I appreciated that. I thought you would yeah. too. No, that was good. So to put um, Joe Root, I'm as captain, into perspective. So he is the third losingest captain in test cricket history. So only captains have registered more losses than Root. So Graham's registered 29 losses from 109 tests. That's about 26%. That's not too bad, really. Mm. Stephen Fleming lost 27 um, tests from 80 tests. That's about 33%. That's still not ideal, you know. Every three year lose. That's like yeah. Twenty Joe seems Root. okay, but one out of every okay. Mika. Yes, that's right. Joe Root comes in at third with twenty six losses from sixty four games. That oh! is one percent of his matches have been a loss. That's less than a hundred Test matches at Graham yeah. Smith. Yeah, mm. fuck, that's a lot less. Yeah, yeah um, they did. The England never seemed that bad. Yeah, if you know, as a team, like as you know, I don't know. Very yeah. recently, they've seen real shit. Well, they've lost eighteen months. Four yeah, nil part of Australia twice under his tutelage, oh, yeah. and they went to the Windies and got beat as well. Yeah. Lost to India I, at home. I agree with what you mean though. Prior to the last couple of years, they seem like you now, like you don't know any of the batsmen. You yeah, don't the, yeah. Um, you only know the two old bowlers and Root and Stokes. Yeah, it's surprising though because I feel I agree with you. I feel like oh, they're living in the top three or four Test nations. For the early part of his captaincy, yeah, race, but don't yeah. Know, maybe not. two all-time, the all-time English greatest bowlers, the best all round in the world. Yeah. We keep hearing one of the best mm. bats. Mm. Uh, Stuart Broad's come out and said he's not interested, Mick, in the England captaincy. So, uh, in uh, other things that I don't care about, I'm also not interested <laughs> yeah. in the England captaincy. You have made it by that fucking list as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think Stu's missed a trick there because that mm. might be his route back into the team. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Joe oh, route yeah, back yeah, into yeah. the team yeah, yourself. Yeah. Every good <laughs> captain picks I'll themselves. Come, I think they'll come downwind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'd lose all three reviews at his first over, <laughs> and he'd bowl 45 hours a day. Or with the wind. <laughs> uh, definitely lose. Bat at six. Yeah. 
<laughs> Make Stokes bat at seven. <laughs> he doesn't like batting. That's the whole thing. Anyway, uh, imagine how many of these. Oh, there's, there's a good gag for a potty. Yeah, the most visual podcast on mm. iTunes. Yeah, um, that's so, what the E stands for. Visual. Yeah, we 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 touched on this before, but yeah, Rob Key has also been um, recently announced as England's managing director of men's cricket. So they're not going to let him pass up the women's team. So that's a good start for East for the ECB. But um, he was going head to head with Marcus North, who actually just dropped out of the, in the running for the position late last week. So I'm guessing he might upset his Good Friday plans of going to watch North Melbourne get absolutely fucking flogged. But, yeah. <laughs> Marcus North, oh, yes, North, really? I didn't know he was in the administration. Sort yeah. Of yeah, he's a the cricket director or something at Durham. Durham little, really little story cool. about Rob Key, and I hope that. Um, our one listener, Jimmy Grant, still listens to this podcast. We had a school teacher in high school, English teacher, and she was a dead ringer for Robert Key back in the day. Oh, that's unlucky. <laughs> dead ringer. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, in the long line of yeah, oh. teachers looking weird. Yeah, so, hopefully, yep. Jim's looking listen to this because he'll know Bobby Key from a long way back. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate, <laughs> Mrs. Key. Oh, oh, Robbie Key for many D too, by the way. That's it. I, I think Rob Key was one of Damien Martin took two test wickets, I think, and one of them was Rob Key, I reckon. Well, I could I'll confirm for you. Right, Don't you have go. to be dead to be stiff. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's where I thought you were going with that story. You oh no. Nah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> and in a great segue, speaking of almost dead, so Ryan Campbell had a heart attack. Oh, yeah, former teammate of Marcus North. Yeah, yeah. so um, he was in London. He currently coaches the Netherlands for those playing at home. But he was in London visiting his wife's family and he was at the park with his kids and just got a bit tired, laid down. Next thing you know, both performing CPR and fucking bringing him back. So uh, not ideal for uh, for Mr. Campbell. So um, so for those who may remember, and if you're out of our will, you will, Ryan Campbell played a couple of ODIs for Australia back when... Um, Unfortunately, he kept out of the side by his uh, WA teammate, uh, Adam Gilchrist. But he spent some time away when he had a newborn son. So Ryan Campbell got a chance to have a bat. And um, he, for me, and I might, I might be remembering it wrong, but as far as I'm concerned, when it comes to Australian cricket, he's the bloke who invented the ramp shot. Whatever yeah. you want to call it, yep. he's the bloke who fucking invented it, made it popular, went cocoa bananas with it. Like, he is the ramp shot guy, so... The Campbell scoop. Yeah. But, yeah. That, and that's what he did. He was, only played two or three games, I think, from yeah. memory. Um, yeah, he played that shot and no one else in Australian cricket was really doing it. So yeah, Criticised by no the one. commentators at the time, as yeah. I recall. Silly shots, so. playing it too early. And Ian Campbell thought it was really good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was right on top. <laughs> he loves innovation. Uh, yeah, so Ryan Campbell uh, was... The definition of a swashbuckling batsman, I think it's fair to say. <laughs> and he was a decent gloveman. He wouldn't set the world on fire. But, um, yeah, but he played a lot during um, kind of the golden era of Australian cricket that we remember, the 1990s and the early 2000s. He played 100, even 100. He played 98 uh, class games, 94 in 2006, as well as 104 list day. For those playing at home, Alex, that's the one-day game. Yeah. Great level. Oh, for Western okay. Australia, he made uh, just over 6,000 runs at an average of just over 36. He's um, a legend. Yeah, so he also <laughs> played for Hong Kong during 
2016 T20 World Cup at the right age of 40, at the age of 44. So I'm in line for the next fucking World Cup. I'll give you the fucking odds <laughs> right now. So yep. swashbuckling is one way to um, describe me and solid. Maybe not Gloveman, but I'll take solid as well. So you can oh, really Gloveman. Get a gig for Chinese Taipei or something yeah. like that, Nick. So uh, I'll go wherever Pavel's going, mate. If he's playing, I'm fucking happy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and like we said, he's coached the Netherlands since 2017. So, um, yeah, he's been in induced coma. They were working on waking him up today. It does appear from all reports going around that he's going to make a full recovery, which is fucking oh, fantastic to say. Ooh. He uh, has broken up, apparently. His brother Mark has given a condition. Okay. Yeah, so what I read from early to earlier today and yesterday was, yeah, they'd taken off the breathing machine a couple of times and he was able to breathe on his own, which apparently is a fantastic sign. So good luck to uh, Ryan and his family and all his friends and hopefully he makes a full recovery and keeps helping Netherlands be... Orange, I guess. That's the best way to describe yep. them. So, yeah. Uh, Ross, you were right. Rob Key was one of David Martin's two test wickets. Oh, I think the other uh, one might have been Mark Bermuen from The other Germany. one was Neil McKenzie from South oh. Africa. LBW Plum just watched the replay. Great nut. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the other one was Bob Key, clean bold, off an inside edge, because apparently that's what clean bold means. I think it's when it hits the stumps like, <laughs> yeah. like, like it sounds good. And clean bold him because he chopped on playing yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> Clean bold him to deep mid off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like Cricket Australia uh, tech scoring. Clean yeah. <laughs> bold, no run, misfield. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah clean, you, clean you and me, Four. I am fucking crook as a dog and sweating like Rob Dean back done. Jesus oh, yeah. Christ. Oh, um, all right, so we're going to move on. To yeah, let's do it. Australian women's cricket. Uh, we're going to talk about the contract list, which has uh, been released in the last uh, week and a half or so. So um, so <sighs> the players named in the new set of contracts is uh, Darcy Brown, Nicola Carey, Ash Gardner, Rachel Haynes, Alyssa Healy. I don't know about that one. That's an interesting one. Uh, Jess Johansson, Alana King, Meg Lanning. Mm, never heard of her. Mm. Apparently, this Tali McGrath girl. I don't know about that one. Uh, Beth Mooney, Elise Perry, Megan Shute, Annabelle Sutherland, Taylor Verminink, and Georgie Warham. And left out due to injury was Sophie Molyneux, who is recovering from an ACL, unfortunately, for Sophie. So um, that might disturb her... Uh, Social media shenanigans. So she lost her contract, unfortunately. Mm. Alana yeah. King, the uh, big yes, there, yeah. I think. The interesting one with Molyneux was is there's a couple of other girls in there that are actually coming back from injuries that maintain their contract. So it's interesting that they chose to keep two and get rid of one. So yeah, I think Taylor Vlamic, Vlamic, oh, I can't yeah. pronounce it. Um, Knee-related injury, I think, uh, okay. possibly comes yeah. in and play in the World Cup. Um, so, but she's a quick bowler, so yeah. I think maybe that's. And we've got a million spinners, mm. so few more is a spinner. So, I think that's probably why that was the case. Yeah, yeah and that's fair enough. Um, yeah. Yeah. I guess interesting. Um, well, coming up the women's cricket, there's a lot going on. The next uh, engagement they have is the Commonwealth Games. There's T20. Women's cricket at the Commonwealth Games, but not T20 men's cricket at the Commonwealth Games. In Bruce, is that in Brisbane? No, it's in um, the India? city of Birmingham. Oh, England. Yeah. Yep. So there's, there's trend. Eight, eight teams in there. Uh, group A, uh, group of death. Oh, shit. Yeah, Australia, <laughs> Barbados. And would you believe India and Pakistan are in the same group? Oh, wouldn't read about oh, it. Oh, <laughs> 
I didn't realise oh, that BCCI got its tendrils into the yeah. and then Commonwealth Games Commission. Group B is England, New Zealand, South Africa, and Sri Lanka. Actually, that's probably Group of Death. That's probably Group of Death, that one. That's yeah. Group of Death. Interesting. That's the Sri Lanka, Brandon McCullum Group of Handshakes, I think. <laughs> well played. Well played. Out of honour for everyone yeah. walking on and off the ground yeah. at all times. I couldn't yeah. for the life of me remember that person's name having a dart with him. Yeah, not. <laughs> God, I wish I remembered his name. Interesting. Remember it vividly, every aspect of the entire encounter except <laughs> his name, the tiles of the toilet floor. And except when Lou Vince and Chris Cairns come spoke to me, we forgot about that. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Sri Lanka are in this, but they weren't in the 50 over World Cup. Oh. And I can't figure out who was in the 50 over World Cup who's not here. Afghanistan. Afghanistan. They got their team. They got their team. Afghanistan. Oh, that's right. Anyway, I'll look that up. Zimbabwe. No, I don't think they're there. Interesting. Barbados uh, from the West Bangladesh. Yeah, Bangladesh. There you go. The bangers. It's it's odd that Sri Lanka weren't at the 50 over World Cup, too. Yeah, it must be different. Qualifying played better in different qualifying, maybe. That's right. Anyway, it's interesting just the. For the teams that make the countries that make up the West Indies, only Barbados is going to be there. Mm. Uh, that means maybe there's a lot of them changing their citizenship as we speak. I don't know. Also, Blamink was born in um, Bendigo. Bendigo, so that's why she's lost her contract. Yeah, fair enough. Right. Yeah. She's injured too. Yeah. yeah. No, no reasons any. Mm. No. no. Um, Speaking of Bendigo, this has nothing to do with Bendigo. So we're going to ah, what a segue. We'll go to Australian men's contract list. Um, so we've got um, straight breaks, Astonega, the, um, the immortal, the immortal, the one and only, the bull master, Scotty Boland. There he is. <laughs> um, we've got uh, short arms, Alex Carey. No, that was your um, – Big Fat Finchie's kept his contract to get through the World Cup, and then I imagine he's going to disappear off into the limelight, hopefully with some hardware with him. Uh, two talk, Cam Green, uh, Josh Hazelwood, uh, Travis the job head. Joshy Inglis has come in. Uh, Usman, Kawaja, Manus the flying lasagna, Nate Lyon, the bison Mitch Marsh, the big show, Glennie Maxwell, Steve Smith. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't heard about this bloke. We'll see how he goes. Um, Mitch Stark, Marcus Fucking stoyness. Like, give me a fucking spell. And in the list of give me a fucking spell blokes, Nick fucking Swepson as well. Give me a fucking spell. And another bloke, how does this bloke keep his fucking spot? David fucking Warner. Like, what he ever What a guy. And and lastly, definitely, you can talk in a second, Roscoe. Adam fucking Zampa. Yes, Roscoe. Well, Ashton Agar, to me, he's lucky to hold his spot. He only plays one format, T20, and then in the last couple, he didn't play. He played one game. The other one that's interesting is, um, oh, I can't even think. Now, Warner, yeah, I've said this before. What's going on with him? He only plays one format now. Yeah. And the other thing that uh, got me, Mick, because I think this was uh, before we recorded the last episode, Finchie made runs. Yeah, that T20. So, yeah, he's right for the World Cup. One off game, made 50. Yeah. It's fine. Got another two years in him, I'd say. And uh, Ronnie says they're going to build the team around him. As yeah, you as you should. You've got to imagine if he fell over. I've been, have to I've been begging the West Ivan and Second Eleven to do that for fucking years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing uh, with that is I've forgotten. 
Ah, well, right. my man. Pat Cummins, Pat Cummins. <laughs> oh, here we go. Pat yeah. Cummins couldn't play in the Australian T20, but the next day he was playing an IPL game. Yeah, I'm rubbing, I'm rubbing my fingers together to in, to um, uh, insinuate it's because of money. Cash uh, no, 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 no. Loyalty is a very loyal man. <laughs> it just seems weird. I don't know why they allowed that fixturing to occur where they put the the test matches are all done before the IPL start. Then they had the one day is in the T20 on at the same time as the IPL. Why don't they just say no? So okay. try and give Pakistan some wins because they don't play in the IPL, do they? No, they don't. Yeah. Um, all righty. So my man, Marcus Harris, didn't get a contract. He obviously wasn't on the last list either because he wasn't on the bikes that left out according to what Cricket Australia told yeah. So he's been playing Test Cricket without a contract. So good on you, Marcus. Um, <laughs> so the outs are Jai Richardson and his brother, Coldrip Dane Richardson. Yeah, um, in a move that will probably shock everyone here on this podcast, Big Dump Addo has lost his contract because he retired. Shit. Double blow. Double blow, you retire oh. and lose your contract. And then the last like man... He's got a trade to last man, The last man to lose his contract, <laughs> and which I was a little shocked by this as well, personally, was former Australian test captain, Tim Payne. So, oh, what? Yeah, I must have been living under a rock, so I don't know why he, he wouldn't fucking have a contract. How's he going to pay his phone bill? <laughs> <laughs> Huge data allowances on this. Yeah. He gets the maxes that shit out. Uh, Give me the get... sixty-five gig of months. Have to like airdrop that. his dick pics on Wi-Fi now. Ever <laughs> find the guy who like... out with that? We're the only person who actually <laughs> has a personal account and we transfer. Just <laughs> the free one. No, he's uh, at the local McDonald's using the free Wi-Fi every day. <laughs> <laughs> just having a coffee. Yeah, just, just updating thing. his preferences on his Pornhub account. Making sure he slashes. <laughs> <laughs> got to make sure you sign in so it learns your algorithms and learns what you like so it's just better yep. videos for you. Find yep. a small Sunday to compare his hog to so it looks bigger in the photo. <laughs> yeah, that's an extra large Sunday, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. It's a quarter pounder, not a cheeseburger. <laughs> Allegedly. Oh. Uh, all right. I wonder so, if he's going to go back and sell cricket balls with Kookaburra now. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Might not get that job. Yeah. He'll be good at selling the bats because he's very, he knows all about the shaft and cricket bats. So <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. Good he'll be, the handle, good he'll be an expert there. All about yeah. what grip is best to use. Uh, yeah, rolling down a grip and getting <laughs> a good feel for it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in the last couple of weeks, we uh, finished up the last podcast. The Sheffield Shield final uh, f- finished its last day. There was a draw. They shook hands about halfway through, understandably. Uh, so the match is a draw. So WA, who were on top and hosting, uh, take home the Shield. First time they have won uh, the Shield in close to a couple of decades. Uh, Smash played with them last time. Smash was uh, the captain. So well done him. Him and Trav Dean, a couple of Sheffield Shield winning captains. They can have a few beers about that at the fucking past players. Um, oh, Shield the- captain's day. <laughs> Man of the match. It's a golf day. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. Uh, Man of the match was Donald Trump's favorite batsman, Sam Whiteman, who made an eighty odd at the time. So what? Who's Aaron Hardy? James Hardy's nephew or something. Yeah, Yeah. he's the one who did the asbestos. (laughs) (laughs) Did the asbestos? He he ran out with an asbestos bat. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. Um, That was good for him. Good on him. Young player coming through. 
what's his name? Sean Marsh. That was his 20th season of Shield cricket, and he finally cracked. He must have started the, the year after. after. They won it. Yeah, he had to. <laughs> That's stiff. It's like, yeah. rocking, it's like rocking up at fucking Richmond now after they win a play. It's like Shane Crawford style. He turned yeah, up to yeah. Hawthorne yeah. in 92. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Alrighty. So, um, because we love reading out names and lists, we're going to well, go forward, yeah. talk about what some of the award winners across domestic and state level cricket. Rubbing my hands together in it. Uh, so we'll start off with the actual Cricket Australia State Award. So we mentioned this last podcast, but the Sheffield Shield uh, Player of the Year was shared between uh, Crab Eyes, Trav Dean, Three <laughs> Hunt, South Australia. Uh, the Women's National Cricket League Player of the Year was Erin Osborne from the ACT. So doing the comments crowd or the media was what it was might be. Um, in a sentence I thought I'd never read out aloud, Marsh One Day Cup Player of the Year was Matt Renshaw of Queensland. Jesus, the turtle. Oh, it's yeah. changed. It's yeah. man batting down at five. Uh, women's BBL Player was, I'm going to murder this name, it was Harman Preet Kaua of the Melbourne Renegades. So what well under yep. her. Uh, Yep. Men's player was born in a sex day. Uh, conceived in a sex day. Imagine if he was born in That'd be a bit more That'd be rough, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, uh, Jesus. Conceived in a sex day, Benny McDermott of the Hobart Hurricanes. German. Um, Is that what you said, Paul? Not your business. <laughs> German. Uh, Indigenous cricket of the year was the gold standard, the man of the people, the bull master, Scotty Bowling. There he is. What a legend. So, the people's uh, cricketer. The Richie Benno Spirit of Cricket Award for the men's was taken out by Queensland, so it must be team award, I assume. Or just the state of Queensland, just what well, on everyone just fucking <laughs> when people when they drive past <laughs> they lift their finger up off the steering wheel to say yeah. the first humanitarian <laughs> award Queensland ever yeah. fucking <laughs> The reason Mick the whole state one is they have a rule there that when you drive past local cricket, you yeah. don't shout out Oh, what a bunch of boring bastards. Yeah, that's they got it. They're very knowledgeable drivers. Uh, knowledgeable um, at the game and drivers. Knowledgeable crowd. At the so there's also a Benno well, for the women, and that was taken out by possibly the greatest state in the history of states worldwide, and that's the mighty yep. Victoria. So well done to the girls from Victoria. Should be our own country. Yep. There's a lot of deputy mayor of Melbourne coming out with that the other day. Yep. Uh, so, Critters Umpire Award went to Jazz Legend okay. Phil Dizzy Gillespie. So, well done to him. On your Diz. Diz. So, um, I had to cut out because a lot of these fucking state awards, there's awards for oh, fucking everything. Best field and ground field. Oh, yeah. like, so I um, yeah, I went through it with the weed whacker and took a few out. So, <laughs> so the Steve Warm medal for the best Good. men's player went to the great New South Wales slash Victorian slash New South Wales from Chris Tremaine. Oh, Chris hey. <laughs> So, uh, the Belinda Clark medal for the best female player went to Maitland Brown. Well done to her. Uh, Sheffield Shield Player of the Year was Big Chris Tremaine again. Uh, Michael Bevan medal for the Marsh One Day Cup Player of the Year went to uh, Hayden Wayne Kerr. So, well done to him. On you, Wayne. The Michael medal for the Sydney Thunder Player of the Year went to Sam Billings. So oh, you'll be thrilled. I think to as part that. of that, you have to then the next year do a study into the cricket club and see what the fuck's going wrong. So <laughs> you've got to do a review. Yeah, you have to do a review. So it's and not as good an award as you call might up Mike Hussey. Yeah. It's, um, 
it's unlucky because Hussey's done about four of the states. There's only yeah. two left. So yeah. really made left. a huge difference with all of them yeah. as well. Oh, look at, them. Oh, look at all, SA. They're, they're all flying. at the top of the ladder. Yeah. Yeah. Henry Hunt's all winning fucking best player this year, mate. Yeah. Hussey's work is done. How does that happen? You don't win oh. a game, but old oh, mate wins best player in the fucking It's conference. voted? I don't know how it works. Yeah, I don't know. Did yeah, we work he, out he why opens was... the betting, so he gets plenty of opportunity. Yeah, that's twice as often as nearly everyone else in the conference. Uh, so the Alex Blackwell medal for Sydney Thunder's best WBBL player went to Smaritri Mandhana. So one and two. Sydney Sixers player of the year was Hayden Kerr. Sydney Sixers women's player of the year was Nicole Bolton. Uh, WNCL player of the tournament was Erin Monty Burns. So well done to her. She was excellent. <laughs> uh, so Queensland, <laughs> Queensland in the great tradition of West Ivan, I haven't fucking held theirs yet. So they're just uh, waiting, yeah, they're exactly. waiting until like, end of financial year in June. To fucking mm. uh, it's actually end of financial year Eve is when yeah. they hold it. Yeah, yeah. traditional. Yeah, traditional. Yeah. Day before end of financial year. All the red ties let loose. Yep, they so, their tie over their shoulder. So I'm very interested in the South Australian ones. Um, so Andrea McCauley medal, which obviously the women's player, was uh, Courtney Webb. Give it to uh, the boot stutter. The Neil Dancy medal was Henry Hunt. I have no idea what, who those two people are. I'm sure they've done a lot of oh. South Australian cricket, so good for them. Uh, Lord Hampton trophy for the Sheffield Shield Player of the Year. Lord Hampton. <laughs> to Henry Hunt. Well done. So I heard Mike's throwing a party as we speak. Uh, <laughs> Marsh Cup one day uh, MVP for most drop catches went to Alex Carey. Um, oh. WBBL, <laughs> WBBL Adelaide Strikers MVP. Matt Short, who's from Ballarat. He's a Victorian. Good on him. Well done. Hey, the rat represent. Yeah. And the uh, women's Adelaide Strikers MVP was Katie Mack, the truck. Well done, Katie. Um, and the award that everyone just is clamoring to know about. This is like, this is the award in South, South Australian cricket. And that's yep. the Barry Nugget Rees Team Culture Award. And that went to Jordan, the Palace, Buckingham. So well done to Jordan. Yeah. Oh, oh come on, boys! Give him a bit of love. I wish he, I wish him all the best. Brings a lot to the change room. Yeah, yeah now, now his gloves on because now his coat, so now well. his couch will be even because he's got one end the trophy now to even it out. So <laughs> that's good for him. Um, so next up we have got Tazzy. Uh, so Ricky Ponting medal, Peter Siddle and Jordan Silk. So right under the long neck and Pierre. Uh, David Moon medal. Uh, David Boone even medal for the Sheffield Shield Player of the Year was Caleb Jewell. Uh, Jack Simmons medal for the One Day Player was the, the long neck Jordan Silk. As we mentioned before, unsurprisingly, Benny McDermott is a Hobart Hurricanes player. Female Tigers player of the year, Sarah Coit. I assume that that is the same Sarah Coit whose brother played for New South Wales. Yep, I reckon so. Yep. And the girl we had no idea who she was, Hobart Hurricanes WBBL player, Taylor Vellerman in England. So why don't the Taylor? I got you, Taylor. Yeah, how you pronounce it. Interestingly, there's certainly overkill with these state cricket awards. Oh, fucking oath. Yeah. yeah. Considering that it's a team sport of only 11 people, really, there should be a Shield player, a one-day player, and a BBL player. But how, you meant to, how are you meant to have a night of nights if you don't have 17 awards and it go for four hours? Men and women. So there's two women's awards as well. Depends it's on it's a take 20 minutes. But like, so I mentioned, like I mentioned before, too, I've cut out a heap of fucking yeah, yeah. awards as well. Ridiculous. Yeah. I don't get why there's like with New South Wales, Tremaine won the Steve War medal and the won the other award, which was yeah. the Shield Player of the Year. What's that all about? I don't get Just it. Give them both to him. Maybe if Just these don't if, have that other one. Don't have they, like the Ricky Ponting medal that Siddle and um Silk shared. Don't have it. Doesn't make any sense. Don't have the Alan Border medal in the Test Player of the Year. 
Yeah. That's the it. rot starts at the top, Ross. It does. It really does. What yeah. would Six and Out and other cricket based yeah. bands do in this time period if there wasn't a night of nights across all states? What's Russell Robinson these do, mate? Don't get us out and rank pub every. <laughs> the, angels, the angels have got to play two songs in intermission somewhere, Ross. South Ring rang him up and said they don't want him. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, all right, so we'll quit, finish off with the Vicks and WA. So, Victoria, we've got the Bill Laurie medal for Sheffield Jill Play. They went to Nick Madison. Ben Jones medal for the Marsh Cup went to Henry Thornton, who came in late in the year and just dominated Big Henry. Uh, John Skull's medal, which was the Players' Player. So, that's, I guess that's voted on by the players. Uh, that also went to Madison. Um, the Sharon Treadray Award for kicking a lot of points, finishing on top of the ladder but not winning the flag, went to Nicole Fulcom. Um, so well done to her. Uh, the, the Melbourne Stars BBL Player of the Year went to Joe Clark and the, WW, the WBBL Player went to Kim Rath. Uh, Melbourne Renegades BBL Player of the Year went to Nicole Drip, Wayne fucking Richardson. Hey. Yeah, so well done to him. And the WBBL Player, the surprisingly, went to Harman Preet. Who won the um, league Tredray, one? Treadray, there. You just missed that. Uh, also, lose your job at Channel Nine by not by being anti-vax. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, miss that. Get, get the easiest job in the world, and then be afraid to get. Um, so you don't oh, get fucking job anymore. Read the sport on. Just TV a cash cow for life. No one yeah, ever loses their commentator job ever in Australia. You just keep commentating until you die. That's it. Like, so, what an idiot. Yeah. So uh, we'll finish off with WA. So we've got the Laurie Saul medal. Uh, went to Hilton Cartwright. Well done, Big Hank. Uh, Zoe Goss medal went to Amy Edgar. Uh, the Gold Cup for the best international player. Went to Big Bison, Mitty Marsh. Gold uh, Cup? Yeah, I don't know. Fucking two Bisons, awesome. one cup, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> WA domestic one day player of the year. Went to the suit and tie. Well done, Andrew. Uh, WA domestic four day player of the year. Uh, right, uh, WNCL player of the year went to Amy Edgar. So, why don't I'm with Ross on this? Like, they've won. Oh, One Simon, yeah. Simon Kadich medal for BBL player of the year. So, these Cat- other medal, his other medals aren't named after WBBL oh, yeah. is anyway. So, um, straight Kadich for BBL, yeah, because yeah, he used to play the sinker role to perform. Yeah, started three, batted eight. Yeah, <laughs> he bought the medal. That's what it is. Um, yeah, yeah, like that's how Sheffield Shield got his name yeah, on it. He just bought yeah, the fucking shield. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his um, name so, is Sheffield. <laughs> so, shield. Bill Sheffield. Six of Sheffield. His name was Shield. <laughs> oh, uh, so yeah. Stephen, Lord Stephen Shield bought the, the, the Sheffield. Medal. I'm gonna fucking. <laughs> With that, take up for bowling straight breaks. Uh, the first court is WBBL Player of the Year with Sophie Devine. And that is um, around domestic cricket for all the award winners. Queensland. Brilliant. Fuck off. We're not doing you. Too late. They're <laughs> <laughs> still waiting. Independence There's like right? April the 28th or something. Said in the article. It's like, fucking oh, hell, boys. That's, late. That's even after oh, it. Yeah. I think they're just waiting to make sure Hados is out of the country doing like IPL or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have to invite him. He's not here. Uh, he would have a medal named after him. Seeing as there's Ricky Ponning and Steve Waugh, there'd be an Ian Healy medal there and a Matthew yep. Hayden medal. Hey, Alan bought a medal for sure, uh, even though no. it's already done for the national <laughs> Just do it again for the... Alan bought it with lowercase a and b, so that it's yeah. different. Like, like, is it? I think it's. Um, I learned from an old podcast. Is it Harry Trot or it has two ovals named after him? Yes, he does. One in Bendigo and yep. one in St Kilda. Yeah, so well done him. All right, Andy so, Bickle would get a gig for a medal, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah best, best twelve man. man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're going to bring back. So that's enough of that. 
talking about, but talking a little bit about domestic cricket, I decided to bring back um, have that will travel where we look around uh, Aussies abroad and what they've been up to. So, um, so we'll start off with uh, County Div One. So first up is my man Mark Saris. He was doing a county stint with Gloucester, and his first match of the year built up 136 against Yorkshire. Joe Root must have been captain of that game. So yeah. Um, so next up is an interesting one, and it's um, Ian Holland. So for those playing at home, oh. the man Roscoe likes to talk about, he was the man who won Australian Cricket Superstar, which was a um, reality-based uh, show to try and get a cricket contract. Um, he made 81 for Hampshire against Somerset. Now, I know you may be wanting, wondering how this perennial shit cunt Ian Holland gets to play county cricket. That's a very good question. The answer is... He was born in Wisconsin in the United States, but his dad is English, so he holds a UK passport. Yeah. So he's not even fucking Australian. So he is won't he, get, yeah. make another gig, fucking piece of shit. So he'd be a duo English-Australian passport holder because yeah, you yes, can't have a US one and some other one, right? Uh, you all tell the story, a, Alex. Made of mine, I think, has two. All oh, I know is Wisconsin go. has cheese. So, I'm um, possibly wrong party. on one of my statements yet again, guys. I think that's going to be the last time that will happen, though. So, <laughs> so in other Div 1 news, uh, Jackson Bird took 3 for 85 for Kent against Essex. Yeah, Siddle was over there. He took 3 for 25 for Somerset against Essex. Essex got in a pounder. Uh, and in the same match, what the fuck did he mark? Second, he took 3 for 47 for Essex against Ooh. Somerset. So those poor You know you're having blokes. a bad day when. Mm. Well, the sun has set on Somerset then. Stackity's getting wickets. Now we go to where the real jippers are, and that's County Div 2. So we can start <laughs> off with uh, Marnus, who made 50 not out for Glamorgan against Knotts. Uh, Michael Hogan is also still at Glamorgan. He took 3 for 48 against Knotts. In the same match, more or less, Mick Nessa took 3 for, for Glamorgan as well. So fucking Bloody nice. hell. Those is everywhere. Hmm. I think Bolo or Paddo's at Knotts, one of the one of the Victorians. Paddo. Yeah. CDP. Yeah. Uh, so we've got the IPL. I watched a little bit of IPL the other night and team beat the other team and it was good. Uh, so Dave <laughs> Warner made six against <laughs> Bangalore. He would also make six one against Kolkata, which is where Cummins and Finchy are. So Finchy make 58. Not him. Finchy. The Rajasthan Royals. Um, Pat Cummins would, would make 56 not out for Kolkata against Mumbai. Uh, the big show would make 55 for the Royal Challengers against the Valley Capitals. And in the same match, Josh Hazel would take three for 28 for the Royal Challengers, Bangalore, uh, Bangalore, Bangalore. <laughs> Dumbledore's playing Dumbledore, yeah. Royal Challengers, Dumbledore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big ship at number three. Huh? Run, yeah. Harry. <laughs> On way. Oh, Ten points to Bangalore. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh, fucking duck. Yeah, so that's the have uh, So we'll try to keep that short. I'm not going to go through every game. We're almost there, Mick. We're try almost there, mate. Try to you work a Slytherin reference take, in somehow. You don't make 50 take a free fee. You don't make the list on ESPN. Yeah, I'm not ship gonna... off. Um, so we're going to talk a bit of local, local cricket now. So uh, shout out to the Toowoomba Nepalese Cricket Club. I think they're the sister club of the Preston Himalayas. Um, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Toowoomba. Say that again, Toowoomba. Toowoomba Nepalese Cricket Club. Awesome. There's like a whole Nepalese um, like comp, T20 comp. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. In Nepal. Cool. Yeah. In Nepal. Yeah. And Toowoomba as well. The long flight, but the game's a good quality. Um, yeah, so, the away trips are something to behold. <laughs> So, Toowoomba Nepalese got up thanks to a 35-ball ton 
Vikram Thapkota. So he would make 123 not out to be exact. And that would chase down the target of 143 in 7.4 overs to take home the flag. So Vikram would hit 16 sixes and three fours. Just keep it on the ground, mate. Fucking hell. Oh, aerial stroke play. But Just keep it on the ground for 10 overs and then fucking accelerate, mate. That's all you got to do. 7.3 overs for 130. Yeah. 143. Oh, 143. The opposition team must be, oh, that's not a bad score, you know. We've yeah. got them. They've got to get them. Yeah. 7.3 yeah. overs later. Fucking hell. Just in uh, our spots, you know, boys. You know, next time will be better. <laughs> that's it. Line, line and links, fellas. That'll sort it out. I'll play those kind of shots all day. Yeah. <laughs> risky shots, risky. You want him playing that? In the air, boys. You that want him hitting in the air. <laughs> but the amount of times I've heard him hitting in the air, give me a fucking spell, mate. Alrighty, so we'll move on from that to another favourite part of local cricket. And that's where it gets this time of year where we get all the nationwide end of season stats. Oh, like yes. Cricket. So so we'll start off with dismissal. So leading the way, um, there's too many folks hitting the air. Hit it on the ground, boys. Just going out court. Mm-hmm. There was 696,442 blokes got caught. Uh, 435,854 blokes got bowled. 128,577 blokes went yes, no, yes, no, fuck, and got out. Um, 109,972 blokes missed a straight one and got LB. (laughs) Four people got run out that got given LB. Fucking cheats. Mm -hmm. The oppo's cheat. Uh, So 31,498 got stumped. 2,065 got hit wicket. So how many do we think got obstructing the field? Oh, so it's got to be less than 2,000. So I'm going to stay 1,522. Well, far, far less than that, Alex. 25 uh, blokes or something. Far more than that. 123. Oh. Sorry, Ross, you didn't get a guess. Yeah. <laughs> How many boats? <laughs> so you know it's less than that. How many boats got timed out? Four. No, more than that. 62. More than that. Oh, really? 69. <laughs> oh, oh, chomp, chomp. chomp. More than that. Timed out for two. Come on, Roscoe, <laughs> what are you thinking? Uh, 81. Oh, close, Ross. 85. Mm. 85. That's 85 blokes. That's 85 blokes who fucking hate that other bloke. 85 blokes who had a wedding. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I always forget that the timed out, like, yeah. Yeah. You could be timed out or you just didn't rock up. It depends on how it's keyed in. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, across cricket nationwide, we had 24,194. 1,113 runs. I think four of those runs were attributed to Alex, so well done. Yep. Uh, big season. That was my best in three years, so I'm pretty <laughs> proud of it, to be honest. Um, and lastly, one of the stats we all love. So there was 266,708 ducks. Yeah, quick, quick. So that makes up 18.91% of the 1.41 million wickets taken this year. So almost 20%. But <laughs> so nearly every fifth wicket was a fucking duck. Jeez, and they wonder why fucking people hate fighting. Jesus Christ. That's great. Mm. So two ducks in every innings, Australia-wide. Pretty much. Awesome. (laughs) All righty. So that wraps up local cricket. So does anyone else have anything they want to add? Cricket shit. (laughs) No, I think, oh, well, I don't want to speak on Bulk's behalf, but I caught up with one of our very loyal listeners in uh, Huss. During the week, I did. Did he have anything to mention about the podcast? He said he still listens to it. Uh, oh, there you bastard. go. That's, that's enough. So that's that's a starting point. He said he's a couple of episodes behind. And dog, 
one of the reasons he listens to it is when his child won't sleep. So I, I don't know <laughs> what that means. Um, but apparently the child sleeps once you know, so a podcast. It's comes only when he's really, 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 really desperate for content is when he turns the podcast on. So good to know. He did so hit midway me with through a, your yeah, baby. Well, got off. He did say that <laughs> midway through he does tend to switch off. So um, <laughs> living by the byline. Uh, what a star. What about Alrighty. the um, Matt Parkinson thing, Alex, that um, he's having a whinge that he couldn't get a bowl? Mm, so he's 20, yeah, so English I have the leggy cricketer English and, like, yeah. and Australia, yeah, Australia, international English cricketer as well, sometimes, um, complained that there were 23-year-old dibbly-dobbly military mediums um, that have played 70 first-class games. He's played... 30 or something and he's yeah. you know five years older than them and he's just complaining that how spinners meant to get better if they do not play and um why improving obviously yeah exactly mm. uh, that's exactly what our mm. the best coach australia's ever seen ron yeah. um, would say is get it that's, by our, that's our mantra Exactly. Um, but yeah, Hus brought that to me to my attention, which I was like, well, it's interesting because Nathan Lyon hasn't really played a lot of first class games. So I suggest maybe it's a bit talent related. Um, but we got informed by another loyal listener, Chris Henstock, that uh, the Parkinson player was actually very talented and probably deserved more of a go at first class cricket level in county. Um, so I'll you know, defer to the more knowledgeable people in this case and say, yeah, it's probably a bit hard done by. Um, obviously, it's been something England have struggled with for years since Graham's won pretty much, and they got lucky with him, I think. He sort of come out the woodwork as an older cricketer from memory because he didn't play too long in the international game. So True. Uh, hopefully Maybe he's Rob just Key, not that good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, according to people in the know, he is good yeah, enough. Yeah, Darren Stevens gets I get too excited about bikes taking wicket. Yeah, well, he bowls military media. <laughs> the entire point of this podcast bloke was saying he just played for for eternity um, bowling military mediums. Um, but Robbie Key for managing D will probably fix this up, I assume. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. yeah, we'll just flick the fingers and say, spinners, play more. Yeah, it should be. Like, just do what Warney says and fucking force clubs to pick them. So that way James Muirhead gets to play. So, you know, and Ollie Pope, we all fucking saw how good that worked. So let's get around it. It's still working really <laughs> well for Ollie Pope. Batsman. Oh, it's not Ollie Pope, but Lloyd Pope. Lloyd Pope too. Ollie Pope, yeah, well. Yeah, he probably bowls better spinners than Lloyd Pope. Anyway. Yeah, true. It's probably better than fucking Parkinson. As they, as they say in the classics, it's not fucking hard. Yeah. So it's a ball better than Lloyd Pope. So. <laughs> All righty. I think that is up. If that was in Casablanca, I think that quote. <laughs> yeah. All righty. I think that's about us done. One night in seven. <laughs> it was a movie title. <laughs> it's a mad, 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 mad game of cricket. <laughs> <laughs> mad, 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 mad clubhouse. I think it was the movie title. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> some... We could keep his deal out of him. I don't know. Oh, that's enough. That is, that is fucking way past what we need. So uh, we can, we can Citizen Kate Richardson. There we go. That's it. Mm. I wish myself all the best after that joke. Shut up. All right. That's good. So, Citizen Kate Richardson. Uh, I'm going. Yeah, good idea. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, bye, Frederick Harold Socks. You missed Easter, you useless pieces of shit. But Mother's Day's coming up, so fucking buy some socks for your mum. 
Nothing oh. says nothing says your mum like cricket socks and Frederick Carroll. Absolutely. Up some. And that'll do us. So, um, in the great words of fucking Jeff Thompson, I'm getting fucking drenched out here. So, I'll <laughs> see you boys later. <laughs> see ya. Thank you, fuck you, and fuck yourself, or whatever that.